Well, hello, sir. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the show, everyone. Now, today's episode is kind of a special one-of-a-kind episode, Andy, because today, and today only, we have a celebrity. Ooh. That is right. We I didn't realize that I knew a celebrity, so I've reached out to this guy that I know, and many people listening to this are probably here just because they know this person, so they're going to listen. Um, I'm going to do a massive intro so you'll know exactly who he is after it. But it's very exciting. It's a different kind of episode. It showed our interviewing skills, you know. It seemed very professional. Yes, very, very good. professional. Very, very um, professional. Very interesting guy that's done a lot with his life. Um, and, yeah, hope you all enjoy it. Something a little bit different. Um, but, yeah, hope you enjoy it. It's, it's a bit longer than usual, so great. stay here. It's going to be great. Now, before we do get started... It is time once again to intro the amazing theme song, which we have absolutely loved. Okay. (laughs) So Andy keeps having a go at me for how I count down, and then he fluffed it up just then. (laughs) He's been preparing all day to do this countdown. This is your moment, Andy. This is it. Too excited. It's I might just start. Now, now that you've given me the power, I might just start saying it randomly throughout our shows, just randomly counting into it, and you have to put it and in. And then the music just randomly comes in halfway it has through. To, yeah. I mean, even though you edit or half, uh, basically all of these, I'm just going to say You're just going to make my job 10 times harder. I appreciate that. Yeah. I love Every a good five challenge. Seconds, five <laughs> so, are you ready for the big countdown? I'm ready for the big countdown. This is how to say be Karen, and it's five, six, five, six, seven, eight. How to tame your Karen with Adam and Andy. How to tame your Karen with Adam and Andy. They'll be talking and laughing and doing some sharing. It's how to tame your Karen with Adam and Andy. Now that's a fine parent. It's how to tame your Karen. One more time. It's how to tame your Karen. So on today's show, we have a gentleman by the name of Brendan Murray, a 23-year-old Irish pop singer from Galway, hailed by Robbie Williams as an artist with an impossibly perfect pop voice. An Irish singer-songwriter, Brendan Murray, is proud to announce the September 18th release of his single, 500 Days, with a powerful vocal take, evocative of the likes of Adele and Dermot Kennedy. 500 Days tells the heartbreaking saga of long-term relationships coming to a sudden end just one night. 500 Days follows the acclaimed release of electro-pop track Let Go. Having started his career in the music industry at just 16 with chart-topping Irish band Hometown, managed by Louis Walsh, Brendan Murray, now 22, doesn't make sense, but okay, (laughs) (laughs) has had more experience... Has had more more experience than most guys of his age. Hometown achieved three chart hits in Ireland, including the number one singles Where I Belong and Cry for Help. Their debut album, Hometown, peaked at number four in Ireland. Brennan went on to represent Ireland in the Eurovision Song Contest in 2017, held in Kiev. Kiev? Kiev? Ukraine. Kiev, like like a chicken Kiev. Yeah. Right. Well, Brennan, if you wrote this bio of yourself, (laughs) you've spelt Kiev wrong. 
um, <laughs> with his song Dying to Try was released in the 10th of March 2017 to, uh, to approving fans. Brendan entered the, fifth, the series 15 of X Factor where he progressed to the live shows and was mentored by One Direction star Louis Tomlinson. He secured a spot in the semi-final of the series, finished in fifth place. Brendan released his debut single, If I'm Honest, in April 2019, followed by his UK and Ireland tour, Brendan Murray, If I'm Honest tour, performing in Manchester, London, Dublin and Galway. Ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce you the incredible, the talented, it's Mr. Brendan Murray. <laughs> Did you I stole this off your Spotify. Yeah, it's on your oh, Spotify. Really? It's on your Spotify oh, okay. thing. And the more it, you know. yeah, you're a big deal on Spotify. So you're yeah, you're, yeah. Oh, you're two <laughs> ages. You're 23 and you're 22, which is great. Um, wow. You can pick yeah, whatever exactly. age you want. Exactly. And, yeah, yeah. 21. I'm gonna be 21 next week. Yeah. Oh, wow. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Three days time is your birthday. No way. Oh, yeah. Jesus, that's that. I know. Did you forget? Uh, I fr- I genuinely forget. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I I think it's yeah. I don't know. I can't. It's it's because you can't plan anything anymore now. So if it no. was in normal circumstances, you'd be like, okay, let's go out tonight. My it's my yeah. birthday weekend. But I um, I feel your pain. My thirtieth is coming up this time next week. So lockdown birthday for us. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> I go. I know. Oh, you're a fellow Scorpio as well. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, actually, oh. do you ever um, do you ever look up um, what was the number one hit song on your birthday? Like, what was oh, it? is that the one you you look it up on the specific year? Yeah. Wasn't it two thousand and two or something? Two thousand two. I, I for some reason two thousand and two was like your life anthem. Um, oh, uh, you're talking about actual birthday, the day you were born. You're not. <laughs> you're yeah. not eight. I got confused with something. <laughs> Candy. <laughs> yeah, I was born in 2002, you know, I look well. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, there was one. Uh, I haven't looked up my actual birth year one, but there was one. For some reason, it's 2002, and that is your life anthem. And I'm, I'm quite proud of mine. Mine is um, Lose Yourself by Eminem. Really? Yeah. So okay. I'll take that one, because I'm so gangster. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 you could tell just by looking at me mine was well my my actual the, the number one song of the year i was born was and the week i was born was no diggity oh, oh wow that's a good yeah, one. yeah yeah we were looking it up one day we were like oh what's here so i was like i have no idea and then looked it up then and it was yeah no diggity mine is love takes time by mariah carey oh what was, I, don't another one. I don't love know but it's time. just the fact that it's mariah carey that that's that's pretty yeah, cool. yeah. That'll do. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my, mine is very good. Mine oh, was really? mine is D Ream. Um, things can only get better. Things can only get better. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not gonna lie, today has been a, a very strange day because it's Friday the th- we're, we're recording this on Friday the 13th. Now, yes, I'm not superstitious, but mm. the way 2020 is going, this is the scariest. Friday 13th I've ever experienced um, yeah. because I'm just like waiting for something to happen. I'm waiting for the news to be like, yeah, someone's pressed the nuke button. Something's about to happen. Yeah. I'm going to die. Yeah. I banged into a car today. That's what happened to me. You Is banged what... into a car? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Today, yeah. Yeah, literally when I was talking to you earlier on, remember we were organizing, I was, I was saying I had car troubles. I literally was, I, I woke up this morning and I was like seeing the calendar for the 13th. I was like, something's, I'm not, like, I'm not, you know, I wouldn't really believe in it that much, but I was like, something's going to happen. Like something's definitely going to happen today. 
banged in. I went up the hall of some fellow's car then earlier on. I love how you yeah. said. Oh. I love how you described it as car troubles when you literally smash into another car. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Like, <laughs> My idea of car trouble is like, oh yeah, like engines, lights on, like something happens, like no, yeah, yeah. I rammed into another car. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh gosh, are you okay? Oh, I'm fine. Yeah, I'm grand. Yeah, yeah. No, everyone's fine. It's just a little, little dent. We just yeah. we just zoom out and he's just missing a leg now. <laughs> yeah, it's just a car trouble accident. Yeah. He's such a constant professional. He just decided to do this podcast for his friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's all good. It's all good. Yeah. You, uh, Brendan, you're the first celebrity we've had on this podcast. You're a big deal. Oh yeah. yeah. I was I was talking to Adam before. Um, and I said, like, I know Brendan, like, we're like mates. And I didn't realize how big he was. <laughs> like, I was like, because you had told me, I, we'd obviously taught loads in that, but like, you told me, like, yeah, I've been on the X Factor. And I, I, I'm not going to lie, I've not watched X Factor for a few years because I've been away working in the middle of the ocean. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so I, did, I hadn't seen it. And I was like, yeah, okay, cool. Like, he's been on X Factor. Wicked, wicked, wicked. And then, like, I was I um I was looking I was out of my mind bored and I was going through Instagram and I saw I had you on Facebook and I was like I don't have an Instagram so I looked at your Instagram and you had like the most smart followers I've ever seen and I was like <laughs> what is going on because like and I'm gonna blow smoke up your backside but you are yeah, a very you're a very humble guy you're a very charming man and I think humble, this... that's our favorite word humble 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 <laughs> and um. <laughs> Adam just realized what it meant the other week. Um, <laughs> oh, really? Wait, what? Yeah. No, no. That's, that, this is how rumors start, Andy. No, I knew what humble meant. He was describing a, a Kim Kardashian party as being humble, and I said, what's humble about it? And he said, oh, do you not know what humble means? He thought, he thought you meant bumble. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's it. Oh, now that's a different story. Yeah. <laughs> that's a story for a different time. Here, here's a question, actually, Brennan. How do you say urinal? Urinal? Yeah, like, you know... <laughs> Oh, I mean, like in I like in Irish terms, we'd say urinal is in like a place where you go go to the toilet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, we'd just say the jacks. The jacks. Oh. <laughs> okay, jacks. that's good. Yeah, like wow. Like, I mean, it is it is a urinal. Yeah, but like, it is a urinal. Say, Are you sure it's not a urinal? I think it's a urinal. <laughs> you are completely right. Um, no, no, oh, yeah, no. According to Google, it's urinal. I don't trust Siri. Have you ever listened to Siri? Siri can't understand Scottish people and people from the north. It doesn't understand anything we're saying. Yeah, yeah. Ridiculous. <laughs> so you are um, 24 next in three days' time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is, wow. and we were saying wow. how depressing that is because you have, you have achieved more <laughs> more in 23, 23 years. Let's say 23 years than we have in. A lifetime. I mean, a lifetime. We're not going to die tomorrow. A lifetime. Yeah, that's it. 30, it's all over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 20, 20. <laughs> it could be the end for all of us. Who knows? <laughs> Think positive, lads. It's not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Be humble, yes. <laughs> exactly. Be humble, yeah. Be humble. Think positive. Yeah. But, <laughs> don't wow. Crash, what? Don't crash into cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No car troubles, please. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it is, it is incredible. By 24, you have been on eurovision you've been on you've been on x factor gosh if i can even say it right x factor got to the live shows got to the semi-finals 
Okay. Semi-finals, yeah. yeah. Semi-finals. <laughs> that is just incredible. Before the age of 24. I mean, wow. Like, Thanks. Cheers, man. Thank you. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a good experience. Enjoyed every bit of it. And um, yeah, it was... Um, yeah, they were, it was it was very. I mean, I kind of learned. I suppose I learned a lot from because uh, I did Eurovision first, and right. Um, the difference I found between the two of them was after Eurovision, I didn't kind of, I didn't jump, I didn't jump on it as much afterwards. As in, like, kind of, I kind of waited for things to happen, and then when the opportunity for X Factor came around, I didn't wait. I didn't wait for things to happen. Then I kind of got out. I recorded my own songs and I planned a tour ahead. Mm. So I was lucky. I kind of, I kind of got given a second chance in a sense because. But yeah, second time around, I was kind of like, right, well, I need to, I need to like jump on while the iron's hot and start getting things done. So, you yeah. know, because people aren't going to do them for you, you know, you just kind of do them yourself. So I was, I was kind of lucky in a sense, I got the two opportunities. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was, so, I, I was saying to my friend the other day, because we were actually talking about X Factor off the bat, like randomly. And then, um, yeah. And then, because I was saying about like, because it's sometimes a lot of the time it's better not to be the winner of x factor because uh, a lot of the times it's the people who were in those live shows that like you were that actually do a lot better because like people can really sing but like mm. i think it takes more to be able to like write songs and you've like you've got more songs on like spotify and that like, you've released than i think a lot of a few, well, a lot of the winners have actually released like you've got more songs than they have so you've got that skill behind you and um, i was wondering how hard it is to write a song because i've i remember when i was like 13 and i was like an emotional like emotional little emo kid like i used to wear like school shirts <laughs> i was like oh my God. literally i was i don't know what i was i was like a fat fat kid that wore like school shirts is like giving up great and um <laughs> and um i was like i'm gonna write a song <laughs> oh couldn't, wow couldn't do it to save my life i think i i have the lyrics written down somewhere what I was the song find. called something like wild something wild love or something like that <laughs> I don't well know. i'm sold what does it even mean what is how can love be wild that is, i don't know but wild. i can tell you what humble love is humble love is great mm. <laughs> I, I was seeing all these songs that you'd wrote and stuff like that because i've seen you sing i've i i've sang with you and the amount yeah. of t- the amount of times Adam, you sang together well he I, I, Brendan really, would play really guitar nice. and right. i and yeah. i would sing because obviously i'm the talent and um, I, <laughs> I, you're the voice. <laughs> I would sing. I sang "Shallow" with Brendan and my good friend okay. Judith about six hundred times. Six hundred times, nice. and yeah. it became like an ongoing joke where I got sick of singing it, and then like I'd be yeah, asked to come yeah. and sing it. When it comes to songwriting, it's quite hard. It's quite a skill, and I wondered, like, how do you do it? What is because it must because the idea of our podcast is like what triggers you and what annoys you, you know. So what is the most yeah, an, what's what's the most annoying thing about writing a song? What is something that irritates you the most? Like, what's the hardest part? Um, yeah, well, I think you know, I I much prefer doing co-writes with people, like getting like say three or four people in a session because it's, it's just so much easier. So you can bounce ideas off each other. Mm-hmm. Um, like what you know, it's very I find it very hard to write by yourself because. I've only I've only started writing in the last two years properly. So like, you know, I'm still kinda of, I'm still kinda of learning, I'm still kinda of, you know, I'm still learning how to write, still learning how to you know, I haven't wrote, written a lot of songs by myself, but 
yeah, it's very hard when you're by yourself and you just get writer's block. And there'd be times like you'd get a good melody for a course or something or a good lyric or whatever. Like, and the best thing you can do is write them down. But at the time, it's just like, you know, God, I wish I, I wish someone was here that I could mm-hmm. bounce off you. Like someone that you know that is a really good writer and it's really talented and that you could just, they could bounce their ideas off you as well and see what they could throw in and just connect it together. You know, that's that's the great thing about co-writing. But yeah, it's it's really annoying when you can't finish a song. It's like, yeah. you know, it's a bit disheartening in a way because you're like, ah. Oh, And I bet during lockdown as well, obviously, I'm sure you've been occupying yourself with lockdown with various things. But have you been writing during lockdown? Like, has that been part, uh, enhanced that struggle of not being able to co-write, not being able to have someone else join in with you? Yeah, I was was looking away because I had some songs put away um, before Mm -hmm. I went traveling. So like myself and Andy were on the on the Carnival Fancy. And then I came home then and then I was like, right, I've a couple of songs here left from after X Factor. Yeah, so I had them put away, thankfully. So I've, I've actually released one or two of them this year. And then uh, the Zoom sessions have been good as well. Um, you yeah, know, of course. I've gotten Zoom sessions with people as well, gotten songs finished and released from that as well. So that's been great. So um, yeah, I've, I've been lucky enough to get some writing done and get some tracks and demos done as well. So I suppose uh, just kind of have to keep doing it now. I remember Absolutely. Yeah. I, um, I listened to a song the other day and I mean, some lyrics are just so stupid. I listened to some the other day, and this isn't any of your lyrics, right now, I'm gonna say. Yeah, I listened yeah, yeah. <laughs> I listen, I listen to a song by Lord. Have you listened to Lord? Oh, and I do like yeah, Lord. Yeah. She has a song yeah. called She has a song called Green Light. Okay. Yes. Okay. Now it's an absolute tune. Like it's yeah, a I like of, that song. It's a banger, but the opening lyrics are the stupidest lyrics ever. I mean, it doesn't help with my voice when I'm gonna I'm gonna read them. But these are these are the lyrics to like the very opening. I do my makeup in someone else's car. We order different drinks at the same bar. I know about you. I know about what you did, and I want to scream the truth. That's all right. That's not bad. She thinks you love the beach. You're such a damn liar. What a weird thing to lie about. What? Why would you I lie think, about? I think that? what's weird is the way you're saying it. It's like a Shakespeare monologue. The way you're reading I know. it now. Yeah, it's quite poetic. <laughs> And then, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then she goes, and then randomly out of nowhere, she goes, "Those great whites, they have big teeth." I listened to it and I was like, "What is she chat? What's the message? What is she trying to say yeah, to me? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is this about?" Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. It's so, it's so strange. Yeah, I relate. I related to yours a lot. I listened to Five Hundred Days the other day. They're really and, good. Oh, really? The opening yeah. lyrics. Oh, uh, another night, I'm afraid to sleep. The video's playing on repeat. The one of you kissing him. Now, mm-hmm. I, I related to that a lot because, I mean, maybe not in the same way because, I mean, there's many nights before I go to sleep where I watch people kissing. It's not the same kind of video, but um, I'll be watching those. But yeah, I, wanted, yeah, yeah. I wanted to ask you because, I mean, I, yeah. those are good lyrics. Those are good lyrics. They're not really great white sharks and random bars and crap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Straight to the point. <laughs> yeah. How did you come up with it? Did you like, do you write yeah. your personal experience? Do you write mm-hmm. just like things that come to your head? Yeah. Yeah. So what what happened for that in particular song was myself and about nine, there was nine other people. I think uh, we all did a big songwriting camp down in my house mm-hmm. um, after X Factor, shortly after X Factor. So um went down, then I, I got introduced to, to, to a few writers after the show and stuff. And then this guy, this guy who actually writes a good bit of my stuff, uh, his name is Cappy. Mm-hmm. Uh, like really cool guy but like we were we were talking anyway and he was like uh, so what's we were just we were having a cup of tea and he was like we were all about to write songs we split into groups of three so I'd go with two guys three other people would go here 
and three other people go here. And it was just, it was a songwriting camp basically for me, for, for songs for me to release. And he was just like, so what's, what's the crack? Like what's, what's been going on in your life? Mm. And then I was like, oh, well, not much now. And then I was like, I'm going on tour soon or whatever. And then uh, I was like, I was recently, recently with this girl for a year and a half, but uh, she ended up, you know, ended up cheating on me. And we've, we've uh, finished up. Yeah, yeah. And then he was like, how long, how long did you say you were together for? And I was like a year and a half. And then like, he was like, without kind of being like, you know, you know, open your heart and tell me how you're feeling. Like he was kind of like, yeah, you know, 500 days, but you broken in one instantly came to his head. Like, you know, oh, and I was kind of, and then, yeah, yeah. So then like, um, didn't say that to me at the time, but like, yeah, we were like, um, I went into the room then early later on that day and then had the whole song written out, like just like after a conversation we were having like, like a five, 10 minute conversation. And he like, just like him and two other guys like wrote the song. And I was like, wow, that's, that's mental. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, wow. it's interesting. Yeah. Cause like, you know, I, I, as I said, you know, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be the best songwriter. Um, like, I, like, you know, I can, I'll write you a song, but it won't be, you know, it won't be absolutely amazing. Like, but you know, it's just, um, it's, in, it's interesting to see how other people, you know, get their, get very creative and everything like, you know, and then, you know, mm. the three of them just end up writing that song then. So, yeah, I think, I think the ones, um, well, as he said as well, yeah, you know, I, I suppose it depends. Everyone, everyone's different the way they write songs and stuff, but you know, it's, um, it's, um, I suppose it, I think the best songs come from like when, you know, when a conversation is just flowing, it's like that song, you know, Jealous by Nick Jonas. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I, I heard uh, how that was written was, I remember they were in the room trying to write a song with that day. They went outside for a, a cigarette and they were like, Oh, what happened last night? Reverend? he goes, Oh, me and my girlfriend were at the bar. And this guy just comes up and starts hitting on my girlfriend. And then they ended up writing Jealous then. They went back into the studio and wrote Jealous. That's how it was written. So it's, it's just, you know. Uh, I'll never forget. I saw a comparison on a, it was on a Facebook post or somewhere. And it had mm-hmm. one writer, one uh, singer, and that was Freddie Mercury when um, he was coming up with lyrics for Bohemian Rhapsody. Obviously, a lot of them kind of added in, contributed, but it was like, it was all his creative mind coming into it. And you read the lyrics and, you know, everyone knows the lyrics of Bohemian Rhapsody. It's absolutely beautiful. Mm-hmm. And then it compares it to your favorite person, Andy, Beyonce. Um, <laughs> now, I love Beyonce. Andy has different opinions of Beyonce. What a okay, waste, yeah, yeah. waste of space. <laughs> Absolute waste of space. Brendan, but we won't honestly. go into that. <laughs> and it was, it was comparing the lyrics of uh, one writer, one singer, Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh, sorry, one writer, one producer, Bohemian Rhapsody. Four writers four producers of Beyonce and it reads the lyrics who run the world girls who run the world girls who run the world girls <laughs> wow yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah. many so many great minds create yeah. legendary lyrics it's just yeah it's mad like it's like you wonder then if if someone like you know like not as big of an artist released that song would it do any would it do any good then like you know it's Right. It's yeah, I was I was driving one of my friends the last day and I was playing him songs being like, oh, what do you think of this? And thinking about releasing this song. And then he goes to me then, um, would you not like, not do a song like, you know, Watermelon Sugar, Harry Styles? And I was like, I mean, yeah, but like it might not do as well. He's Harry Styles. Of course it's going to do well. Like, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's just, you know, I'd love to, I'd love to see if someone else like, 
with say John down the road who's trying to make it big at the minute you know say if he released watermelon sugar would it do as well as you know it's just it's, you know, it's, yeah it's weird because you got that like what's it what is it when you've got like something to back yourself up like you've got that um oh, clout that's the word the kids use clout um you got okay. the clout um it's like when famous people wear stuff you know what i mean like like once you get past a certain level of fame you can get away with wearing a certain amount like certain clothes like for instance lady gaga wearing a meat dress you wouldn't get the susan from down the road <laughs> in in blackburn walking to the street yeah. in, a, in a meat dress you might do but you'd be like she's absolutely mental like stay away from her but like yeah, lady, yeah, yeah. lady gaga gets away with it I mean, we're going to talk about X Factor now, um, in a minute. Now, in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, my <laughs> thing was, how did you start off in all this? Because that that baffles me. Like, you were in a band called Hometown. How old were you when you joined that? I was sixteen. Sixteen auditioning for that. Yeah. Sixteen. Oh yeah. My gosh. When mm. I was sixteen, I worked at a chicken factory sorting eggs out that was literally my job i was sorting good eggs and bad eggs that was literally my job but in a chicken factory in like a chicken factory like well how do you you know it was like oh well ben i'm glad you asked um (laughs) the science behind it basically (laughs) this is i didn't think it's meant to talk about this in a podcast i'm gonna be telling my friends though like lads did you know this about eggs Well, I don't eat eggs now. I can tell you that I hate eggs because of what I saw. I saw things, man. No, Didn't you have it the other night? I have to because of my little diet that I'm on. Oh, I love. Is this is this story going to turn me off eggs? Well, it's eggs. it's not, but it is weird. I don't. No, I had, I, yeah, okay, go on. Go I on, had several. On. I had several jobs. Uh, one of the jobs was quite literally cleaning the eggs because they don't come out clean. Um, out of oh no, oh no, okay, yeah, no, no, I don't you know, know they come out. I, yeah. But then when you have to sort the eggs, they go on like this conveyor belt and the light shines from underneath them, shines upwards and right. shows what's inside the egg. So what you're okay. looking for, there's t- different Duh. kinds of eggs. There's like blood eggs, which are literally eggs full of blood. Okay, no, no, stop. No, stop. And no, no, like... no, I'm, I'm, not, I'm actually, I'm not going to be able to eat eggs. Honestly, I'm not going to be able to eat eggs. <laughs> no, no. It kills me, honestly. I never had eggs before it, but then I was like, this is just brutal. But... Every yeah. now and again, you'd find oh. the double yokers and then you would put them, like, you'd hide them. I did hide them in my pocket once, but then I fell over and got egg all over my pants. But anyway, <laughs> that was my first, that was my first thing. But that was what I did. At, that My brain was not thinking I'm going to be doing, I mean, I didn't have the talent to do that, but <laughs> I wasn't thinking like that. I was like, oh, I'll just get this job. And then I worked in a call center selling kitchens. And then I worked at Boots. This is all when I was 16. That was what I did. Yeah. Meanwhile, nice. in Ireland, you're there getting yourself into a band. How did that actually happen? Because I know it says, it set me, it says in my research that Louis Walsh set it up, but like, how? Like, was he just like, I was going to say something really inappropriate then, like, <laughs> I was going to say, was he, I was going to say, was he just around grooming people in Ireland? <laughs> but then was, that's not the right choice of words. Um, but <laughs> how did Louis Walsh find you? Um, and did you know the other guys in the band? Like, did you know each other? Like, were you in a band before and then Louis Walsh just saw your music? Or did you put together? Because that's what I've heard is what is the norm kind of thing, isn't it? 
Yeah, so, yeah, what happened was um, Louis went on our national broadcast show uh, mm-hmm. over here. It's called The Late Late Show. Uh, the, basically, you, you're Graham Norton, like kind of the Graham yeah. Norton of Ireland, that, that mm-hmm. show, like, you know. So he just went on and um, went on the show and he said that he was uh, wanted to set up a new boy band, Westlife, for after finishing. So uh, he was looking, yeah, looking to set it up. Uh, he was doing auditioning, auditions the following week. And then um, my cousin just texted me on Facebook and was like, uh, Louis looking for a new band. You should go audition. At the time, I was like, oh, I don't know. Except, uh, it's awful mm-hmm. boy band material, like, you know, or whatever. Like, And then um, I went anyway. I just I was um, I was busking at the time in Galway. And I was like, look, it'll be an experience. I'll go up. Uh, if I get in, I get in. If I don't, at least, look, I tried it and I know. Like, you know, it's, I suppose it's it's the fear of not knowing as well. Like, you know, yeah. it's like, you know, Jesus, what, what if someone what if someone from where I'm from gets in it? I'd be like, well, that could have been me. Like, you know, so, yeah. um, yeah. So I went up, uh, there was about maybe I think 3000 people auditioned. Um, I went up, wow. I was number, I was number 39 in the queue. <laughs> oh, wow. I remember it so well. Wow. Yeah. Uh, number 39. And then, um, yeah, I went in, I sang. Um, and then like, it's weird. Like you don't, you don't really stick around after for the auditions. You didn't anyway. So like Louis just kind of asks you a few questions and then he always, the people that were from the countryside, cause Louis is from the country as well. Like, you know, so I'm actually, I'm actually an hour from where he's from. Mm-hmm. He's from a, a, a County Mayo and I'm from, I'm from County Galway. So he was like, Oh, where in Galway are you from? And like, just, you know, really just interested in where I was from and stuff, you know? And then, um, yeah, like everyone walked out the side door then, like you never hung around to be like, they like, they're just like, Oh yeah, we'll be in touch. And then, um, Oh, right. Yeah, like a day later, they were like, "Can you come back up to Dublin? Uh, we wanna, we wanna see you again." I was like, "Cool, yeah." So I went back up uh, the next day, uh, sang again. Uh, this time you did hang around, and then like it got whittled down then to like it got in the space of three days, it got whittled down for, to like seventy people, and then um, yeah, and then like a month later they called you back, and then uh, sorry, I'm like dragging on with this. <laughs> they no, they no, like. No. Um, Talk yeah. about it all day. A month, a month, uh, a month later, we cut. We all got called back. Like it was down to the last seventy, and then within the two days, they went down to like twenty-four. Uh, and then like again, again, this went on for like six months for ages, and then it was at like fifteen for a while, and then that's when Louis kind of started getting the record labels in, and you know he'd be putting kind of uh, five and five together because originally. Originally, it was supposed to be a five-piece, but it ended up being a six-piece then. Mm-hmm. So then, like, he'd uh, get, like, five pe- like three different five-pieces, like, um, showcasing in front of record labels. And then the record labels come in and be like, we like this guy, this guy, this guy. And then we just kind of, you know, that's kind of how it worked. Yeah. And then um, all the labels came in then eventually and then um, just kind of picked for Louis, being like, oh, we think this guy worked well with this guy and these five, six look good together. Um, and then I got I got told I was in in September. Then so it went on. The audition process went on from May that year until September. Did, did I ever tell you, um, Andy? I was kicked out of a party because of One Direction. No, you didn't. But I can't <laughs> wait to hear it. <laughs> it was. It funnily enough, it was an X Factor party. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Uh, I was. This was back in my performer days. You know, I used to be a performer. Um, it was, it was really nothing. It was just like singing for a choir kind of thing. Uh, it was, it was actually a, a, a company I was doing kind of like a gap year course. Um, and we got invited to talk, talk headquarters for a Christmas party. 
Um, sure. so, so, you know, obviously Talk Talk sponsor X Factor and, and Talk Talk, if you want to sponsor us, that's absolutely fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and um, I remember they were doing a party and we were told we were going to be singing there. We didn't know anything about it. Uh, and then they said, uh, oh, One Direction are currently um, rehearsing inside. And we were like, oh, can we see them? Can we see them? They said, yes, but you have to be really discreet when you come in, like be really, really quiet. And so, so we're like snuck in and we're all like, oh my God, look, look, there they are, there they are rehearsing. And then my friend, uh, Phoebe, she's gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous, tall, blonde, skinny, like perfection. And she's like, oh, I can't see, let's walk around to the front. So I said, oh, okay. And we thought we were quite hidden. And so her and I walked around to the front side to see them and suddenly a light appeared behind her and she like lit up like an angel. And Harry Styles just, stood there and looked at her and was like who is she <laughs> and then the whole room just turned and looked at Phoebe and I well mostly Phoebe and we we're like oh hi and then there's some event manager or agent person was like get out get out get her out get her out and so her and I got thrown out of this party <laughs> oh my god. Oh god that we were performing at and then um and then we had to perform outside so that was fun <laughs> that's good I'd like yeah, I'd like, I'd be, if that happened to me, I'd be telling all my friends, did I ever tell you about the story? Harry Styles kicked me out of the... <laughs> but you did, you did say One Direction, yeah, One Direction, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was One Direction, but particularly Harry. Um, but, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Harry, Harry, if you're listening, no hard feelings. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think he's lost, I think you're um, the actual inspiration for Watermelon Sugar, uh, for that song. That's me that's me in particular. Yeah. That song was written about that event. <laughs> I, I, I'm so honoured. Thank you, Harry. <laughs> How did how did your vision come about then? Because yeah, yeah, it's a bit of a happen. weird. Uh, how did you jump from boy band to your vision? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> representing yeah, was, Ireland as well. I mean, blimey. Yeah, it was, it was cool. Yeah, it was, it was a really cool experience. Um, yeah. So basically, what happened was, I suppose, in in a flash, basically the band we were together for three years had a little bit of success in Ireland, and then uh, got to tour UK as well for like two or three years, and then. Gigs just started to get scarce. Uh, record label lost touch with the label. Yeah, we just we disbanded then eventually, and just but then I had touch base with Louis. This was kind of before the band was kind of it was going a bit downhill from there. Like work was quiet and stuff, and then I was like, look, I wouldn't mind meeting up and just kind of discussing plans for the future, or whatever. Like you know, like just seeing if there's is there any opportunities? Would you have an opportunity for me or anything? But but before I'd said that to him, I actually rang him one day, and um, he answered the phone straight away, and he was like, that's so weird. I was just about to ring you. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and then, um, well, I'm here. I'm here on the phone. And he was like, um, um, I was like, can we meet? And he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have something. Um, I have, have, have a gig for you. And I was like, okay. And he goes, I'm not telling you what it is, though. It's okay. And he goes, I might tell you. I'm going to tell you what it is. I'll tell you what it is. And then I was like, okay, right. And then I like, I'll see you Tuesday or whatever. And I was like, okay. And then um my dad drove me up tuesday anyway Let's say it's tuesday i don't know when it was but <laughs> drove me up tuesday and uh, i met louis or whatever and then uh he was like how are you feeling about the whole thing and then i was like yeah it's you know it's work is quiet like you know we haven't really been compared to last year this year hasn't been uh hasn't been a whole lot of gigs or whatever like you know and then he was like, yeah, yeah i know i know and then and he was like uh, i'd love to uh give you an opportunity uh, or whatever like and i was like yeah, yeah and then he was like um the national broadcast rte and they've picked me to pick the person to represent Ireland in the Eurovision and uh, I'm picking the song as well or whatever like and then I was like okay and then he goes uh, do you want to do it and at the time I was kind of like you know I, I didn't I didn't say yes or no at the time I just mm-hmm. kind of said 
Jesus. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, I was like, yeah, as I said, I didn't, I didn't answer him really. And then, um, at the time I, I kind of just thought in my head, I was like, you know, I might never get this opportunity again. And to be kind of offered on the spot, like it's, it's kind of very hard to say no. Like, and I was like, look, I'll, um, I think I got back to him then like a, that week and said, look, I, um, I've thought about it and I'd love to take you up on it. I'd love mm-hmm. to, you know, do it. But yeah. I think a month or two later, they, they announced me as a representative and then, uh, went into the new year in 2017. And then I went on to do Eurovision. Then that's how, that's how it came about anyway. Yeah. It was an amazing experience. Uh, got to, got to do Eurovision pre-parties. They're like, um, little mini Eurovision gigs leading up to the Eurovision. So mm-hmm. we went to Israel to do a gig there. Wow. We went to, uh, see Andy's faces. Cool. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I said, Israel's one of my friends before. And he was like, oh man, you're going to get shot. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah. That's a good friend. Yeah. Lovely. Yeah. yeah you're going to get shot. Though, you're going to yeah. die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, did that, did the pre-parties and then we went to Kiev then and, uh, to do um now how do you spell yeah, we're that? in kiev um k-i-e-v k-y-i-v i could be no, wait how do you spell it yeah like a know. chicken kiev you know what i've just googled it and you were completely right oh no wait, actually, oh wait it says kiev or kiev you spell it like the actual traditional version i'm just i spell it oh, like okay the, i spelled it like the untraditional like not the untraditional the way you would spell chicken Kiev. Uh, Wait, I'm confused. Yeah. Which which way is it now? It's both. Both are correct. Oh, okay. Are you bilingual? Are you speaking Ukrainian, Andy? Uh, you know, you know that's one of my many skills. <laughs> <laughs> they look, yeah. I love some of the Eurovision songs. Were you a fan of Eurovision before you were on it? Or like were you just like, oh okay, whatever? But then saw it as an opportunity. Um I mean I wasn't a wasn't a fan. It's something you'd always stick on every year. Like, you know, you'd be kind of mm. like do you know? Oh, your organs, your organs. put it on and see. Mm. Yeah, see what's to see what's happening. Um, just because you know, there's always going to be, there's always going to be a mad act. Like, yeah, I don't know what was what was the remember the year the the twelve grannies that were making the bread. Oh like, yeah, um, I remember that. Oh, I don't yeah, think I've seen that one. Of, what happened? Um, um, do you remember the year Euphoria? Remember Euphoria? Yes, yes. By Lorene, yeah, absolute yeah. tune. Yeah, I love that the song. song the song that came second that year were it was it was twelve grannies singing and they were cooking bread. That was the that was the song that came second. Wow, why uh, bread? It, don't know. I mean, it's where the were they yeast from? They, it's the yeast they could do. Uh, Russia. It's Russia. Russia. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Russia, known it for was, their bread, yeah. of course. Of course. Yeah, when yeah. I think bread, I think Russia. Yeah, <laughs> but if you look up the side, it's just it's yeah. Crazy. I'm gonna, it's I'm crazy. gonna definitely look this up. Oh my gosh! Wow. Yeah. And they came second. You say? They came second. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Second. Yeah. Do you do you look back on your time Eurovision and think to myself, think to yourself, I should have just gone more mental. I should have just worn like you know a disco ball for a hat or something <laughs> yeah. stupid. Like yeah. rolled into a the mi- audience. Yeah. Uh, a meat dress. <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah, yeah, a meat yeah, dress, exactly. Because <laughs> yeah. yeah. you had Ireland. I don't know when it, what year it was, but it was around. Probably not. Maybe a few years before that, had you had Jedward, didn't you? And they're just two mental cases. Yeah, they did well though. They did really well. Oh yeah, but well, they're perfect for it, aren't they? Like you know, they they look like two sperms, and they're absolutely insane. So yeah, you need you need something. Yeah, I suppose at the time, Louis was kind of like Louis wanted to kind of redo. Because I don't know. Do you remember Johnny Logan? Yeah, I know Johnny Logan. Yeah, yeah. He won it. He's yeah. won it loads of years. Yeah, he's like. 
claimed as they received Mystery Origin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. But um he uh he won it he won it two times performing with his own songs and like the was his own songs, but and then he won it by writing a song then. But I suppose he wanted to do it that way because he Louis had looked after Johnny that way and he was he wanted to kind of go back to basics and try it that way and see see if it would work. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean yeah. I there's there's a lot of the songs in your vision you would never actually listen to in day-to-day life. Like, Lorene's a good song, and your song is actually, like, a legit, an actual song. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you could listen to it on, yeah. a, ra- you could listen to it on a radio. Um, whereas, like, you know, Three Grannies Baking Bread and going <laughs> singing in tongues is not the kind of song I'd be like, I'm going to go on a run today. I'm going to listen to Three Grannies singing in Russian. Like, it's not the kind of thing yeah. I'd like to listen to, but yeah, yeah, it's just it's uh you can't really you can't predict your vision of what they're it's you can't predict mm. it as well. Yeah, at least, at least as well, like at least you made a song, like are you a part of a song that you're not like ashamed of? You know what I mean? Like I feel like <laughs> <laughs> oh, tell us everything. Oh, oh spill yeah. the tea, Brendan. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean, I, I was, um, I mean, the thing was when I was picked and the deal was then it was like, Louis was like, right, I'm picking you as a singer, but I'm picking the song. That All was right. kind of, that was always going to be the deal. Like, you know, mm-hmm. so, you know, there was, and I, you know, I kind of said to him, I said, look, you know, best, you know, you're kind of, you're seen as this music mogul, mo- mogul, mogul, mm-hmm. mogul. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I said, look, you, you do what you have to do. Uh, but there was, there was some songs sent in where I was kind of like, you know, God, I would have loved to have, given that one a go, see how it would have sounded yeah. like, you know, it would have been time, but just didn't happen, I suppose. But uh, yeah, look, that's just the way it went. But then obviously, yeah. is like, so Eurovision happened, you went there, you did that. And then how long was it after that, that you decided to go to X Factor? When, uh, what was the timeline between that then? Um, yeah, so that was actually, that was just over a year. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so after Eurovision, Eurovision was in May 2017. I applied for X Factor and Britain's Got Talent. <laughs> so, oh, um, oh, wow. Yeah, double yeah. whammy. So, double whammy, yeah, yeah. I said, like, we'll see if either of them will take me. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Um, so I went on Britain's Got Talent first, and um, what do you call it? Did the whole audition process in Manchester. Mm-hmm. Um, like, did the whole telly thing where you sing in front of the judges and all that. Um, it was ever televised or anything like that. Like, so did that then I went to like the deliberation day where they bring you into the room and they're like they tell you if you're through or not did that uh didn't get through mm-hmm. and then um I remember I was actually leaving that time and they were like they rang me up and were like oh we just don't the producers of the show right we don't want you to be too disheartened and I was like no that's fine it's fine thanks for everything and then they were like um we just want to let you know that we'll be in touch in the next couple of weeks or whatever and then um a researcher got in touch and been like um we think you'd be more fitted for x factor right um i was like okay and then um i said no <laughs> oh yeah oh. <laughs> oh. we just banner in the world you're so annoyed with them you can shove it up your ass you get some <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, publicity stunt publicity yeah, stunt. yeah. <laughs> but um yes then i kept i kept saying no kept saying no and then they were like um they got on to me like three times and then um eventually my parents had pushed me to do it they're like look just try it <laughs> they're like um just do it just go and do it it's, we want you, know, want you out of the house get out of the house <laughs> yeah get, just get out just leave <laughs> waste the space <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so i went um so i went over to do the audition in london me and my dad went over 
And then um, I was like, you know how they big things up for the TV? Like they try to get a bit of drama going and stuff. Yeah. Um, I had, they had like, right, we want you to sit here on this flight case and chat to this guy. We were like, okay, I was talking to this guy then, the flight case. And I was like, so what's your story? And then he was like, um, oh, I, I used to be in a boy band. And then I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I, was like, yeah. I was like, yeah, I was like, oh, he was in a boy band too. <laughs> I was like, I wonder. I wonder what's going on here. Are they going to put us into a boy band or what's going to happen? Then, yeah. Um, got talking to another guy. They were like, right, we want you sitting beside this guy. Like, you know, kind of really maneuvering us around the place. Right. And, How uh, awkward was that? I imagine like, it's kind of like, go talk to this guy. Yeah. Then you talk to yeah, him yeah. and he just goes, help me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they do this yeah. every and year. Then, uh, they, they turf me out just to talk to people. It's yeah, so weird. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so. Now, yeah. now mm. I don't think I ever told you this, Brendan, but... I auditioned for X Factor. You was it pretty, I heard. I heard you. Yeah, I heard about this. Was, yeah. Someone told me. Was uh, it pretty nice X Factor? It was X Factor. I went to Manchester. Basically, my friend was like, a group of my mates were like, we're going to go to X Factor, and they were like serious, like we're like, I'm going to do it one more. And I was like, well, I'm not doing anything. I'll come with you. <laughs> Did it. <laughs> I printed the lyrics out to um, what was it? Someone like you by Adele, because that was big at the time. Whatever wow. year, that whatever. that seems like a very appropriate song for you, Andy. I'm, honestly, yeah, I've just got such emotional depth, and uh, so I decided to bring those lyrics, and I did it. And I I don't know whether you sound it sounds like you didn't have the same experience I did. I don't I don't know how I did this, but I I I was lining up outside from like six a.m. They had all these really yeah they had like these um you know like part partitions and stuff like that, and you like a zigzag line. And we waited there. Yeah. And then Dim O'Lear is like doing bits for the TV. He's going like, welcome to the X Factor. And then he'd be like, when I point at you all, just go crazy and like do all this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, God, I was there until six o'clock at night from 6 a.m. in the morning. Wow. There was no food. There was nothing. I wanted to die. I was so What hungry. if you needed the bathroom? Well, that, that was another problem. I think I went in a bottle at one point. Maybe that's probably why oh, I didn't. Oh, probably, probably why I didn't win because I stunk a urine. Um... <laughs> You know, but <laughs> can't put it all down to that. Um, <laughs> but then I got to the, I got to the. It was literally in uh, Old Trafford, and they had these little tents, these pop up tents, and you'd go and sing on these little tents, and it was like uh, twenty of them. And I didn't get. I obviously I didn't get through. I didn't get past the first round. I completely forgot the lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> That probably wasn't the only reason why I can't sing for the life of me. So I was like, okay, that's why. Um, oh, you can hold the tune. Oh, thanks, friend. Stop it. Um, but then, I, I mean, I don't know if you saw this as well in your time, but I do. I did. Uh, like you said, they, they do stuff for TV, like to make it more watchable or whatever. Uh, I saw them put through this guy, and sweet lord, he was he came, so he he turned up this guy wearing a normal guy, and then he got to the little tent where he had to sing. And he put a leather jacket on and a fake Elvis wig and Ugh. started singing all this stuff. And he and he wasn't even like good Elvis. Like it was, it wasn't it wasn't very good. Right. Got he got yeah. through. He came out. He's like, yes. And I was like, you're joking. You're absolutely kidding me. <laughs> um, but what I, what the the reason I'm asking is is like you said like obviously they, they build things up for TV. How much of it was fake? And how much of it was like real? Like I watched your first edition. I was watching all your mm. all your perform. I watched all your performances, mm. and I watched your first edition. And you started singing Ella. Uh, you know, um, don't have to take your uh, off. 
Yeah, LA area. So right, and yeah. then Simon stops you and goes like, "No, I want to yeah. sing." He never, he never stopped. He never stopped me. <laughs> he didn't stop you, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. hang on. So just to so just to clarify for those who haven't seen it, so you auditioned with your song. Um, so you came in with a song prepared, or they gave you yeah. some song. Yes. Yeah, so, so what happened was I had like say three songs in mind that I was going to sing. Right. And um, I hadn't even I didn't even plan to sing that song. I was like, I'll have this as a, as a backup if things kind of you know if gotcha. things last last resort like you know. Um, I actually to be honest, I didn't go prepared at all. No. Right. <laughs> I didn't prepare like a lot of people would prepare, but I, I actually didn't prepare whatsoever. Like I was learning lyrics that day. Um, for some of the songs, like you know, it was it was very very like not professional at all what yeah. I was doing. But um, <laughs> yeah, job. so I, I I went up and um, yeah, I prepared that song. And then he on the on the audition, it appears that he stops you and goes like, "That doesn't suit your voice. Sing Kate." Yeah, Bush. yeah. So what happened was I went on, I sang the whole song of El Air, didn't get stopped. Um, and then like um, Robbie was kind of like, "Oh yeah, you've." great voice or whatever you know i think you're give a nice pop sound to your voice or whatever and then um i remember ida williams his his wife was there be like yeah i just think you know i think you need to be roughened up a little bit for stuff like that she was like you know she was saying that um you know i think there's just kind of something missing from here or something or whatever and then simon kind of simon said to me so i was the last act on that night the very last on this was like at one o'clock in the morning oh, and wow. uh, yeah yes, this, is, this wasn't even the same day so um, it's like at one o'clock in the morning. Which Simon was like, uh, "I'm gonna suggest you backstage the song. I think you should have sang and stuff." And I was like, "Cool, yeah." And then I uh, went backstage, said the Kate Bush song, had the lyrics printed out. They had, they were like, put us up then for that night. Came back the next day, was there all day again in the audition like place. Um, had to learn the song. I learned the song. I learned the song so much I forgot the song. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, that that's what happened there. I learned the song so much I forgot it. I went on then. Yeah, and then the nerves. I think what was going through my head was, if I nail this, it's going to be great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I yeah. Not, if I mess if I mess it up, I'm going back plumbing next week. <laughs> oh. yeah, that's, that's what was going through my head. So I was like, I can't mess this up. So I was like, I need to nail it. Like if I nail it, it's, I'll, I'll, I think I'm safe. Like you know, for the next round anyway, I'm safe. Right. You know? Then the nerves just got to me, and then I messed up the song and. But then I eventually I, there was a bit of drama with the lyrics and that kind of stuff. So then it worked out in the end. But that's how it kind of that's how the whole thing happened. But wow. they had kind of made it look like that it was all in the one day, but it was actually over the space of two days. Yeah, because I was watching yeah. it. I was watching that and I was like, I couldn't deal with this. Like I couldn't deal yeah, yeah. with like especially the live audience in front of you as well. I mean, that's a tremendous amount of pressure to you know go blank on something. Yeah, I was like, ah. Uh, yeah, didn't. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, oh well. <laughs> you, yeah. car, it's like a car trouble. It's fine. <laughs> I, I remember seeing this the um the very famous a very famous clip on X Factor with this girl that was like a pink impersonator, and she oh, came oh, and she, yeah. uh, she sang a pink song, and then oh, she literally yeah. says like, "Well, you told me to sing this song." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I sound yeah. like I was like, "Is that true?" And that kind of like yeah. started a lot of people off being like, "Is this real? Is it not real?" Like, Ooh. yeah. yeah. Of course, yeah. You'd wonder. I knew a, a person that was on the um, compilation for like the worst auditions. Do you know? Oh, like, really? do, do you know? Oh, like, I think I know who you're talking about because you know I I know that person. We work. We've worked with that person. They work. We, we have. Work, Brendan. 
We work. We all what, really. We work in the same company. Yes, this girl was on X Factor, and um, God bless her. She's just, she was yeah, and um, she <laughs> there she's, are on, no words. she's on the compilation for the worst ones. And you, I'm not gonna like say too much because I don't want to be mean. But she in this video, she's famous because she goes like, "No way!" And like she like starts having like a like a little hissy fit basically because she doesn't get through. And sweet lord is bad. There was a few years where it kind of got a bit too much with the whole like, and it, and you probably know this as well. Like they always yeah. have, they always have like a sob story for everyone. They like what's your what's your story? Like what can we kind of take out from you to kind of like play up for the camera kind of thing? Did they ask you that or? Yeah, kind of a little bit. Like you know, it's uh, like I suppose their their angle for me. My well, my angle was kind of I suppose my story was the mm-hmm. um the boy band how it didn't work out. Yeah. So I suppose it was kind of the thing where he he was in a boy band it didn't work out. This is his kind of now he's trying to make it as a solo artist now or whatever. I think that's that's what they're they were kind of getting at. That's you know. I feel like if so I was is. ever on it, I would just I would make up the the worst like story ever because yours isn't like a yours isn't like a sub story at all. Like you get you know you get the pe- yours is just a sto- your, your story and stuff like that. And it, you know it's unfortunate, obviously, whatever. Yeah. But, but like it's not like can you get some people who go like yeah, my entire you know family you know decided to come to my house once for Christmas and he didn't get me a PS4 and I really asked for one. Like <laughs> and it's just it's just it was the hardest time ever. Um, you know. I'm blinded both my ears and it's like weird things like that. Blinded <laughs> both your ears. <laughs> <laughs> like weird stories, you know, like, I, oh my God, before I came to this audition, I, I wore a shirt, but I washed it last night and it shrunk in the wash. And it's like, uh, those kind, you know, like the, the, some of the stories they come up with. And I always make, it makes me laugh because they always play the same songs. They always play like Westlife, What About Now? Yeah. Right? And it's always like playing in the background. Like they've just the build, the build up. Yeah. yeah, literally. Yeah. Like they've got like, I was, I was looking at yours. And I, was like, I was looking at yours and you don't have any of those songs. I was like, God's sake, I would love to have like one more. But uh, like some of them are just like, yeah, it's like, I've been, you know, I've only just learned that I have a tongue and I've just come on to this. I've just come on to the show yeah, to, yeah. to sing and, yeah. and, and then What About Now starts playing and it sings the audition. Yeah. And then as soon as it's like, you've got, and then Simon Cowell goes like something like, you know, I didn't like it. I loved it. And he goes, What About Now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's uh, some stories are so. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Some stories are so interesting how they try and get it out of you to make something seem more melodramatic than it actually is because I mean the only thing I could think of I remember uh, so when I was young I I really wanted to be an actor and I would go to countless auditions for jobs for drama school for so many things and I'll never get one of the weirdest auditions I went to it was a group audition You, you you auditioned individually but you're in a group um in a room full of people auditioning as well and then you went, it was almost like a therapy thing. You went around the room and they, and they, and they asked you, I want you to describe the hardest thing you've ever had to accomplish in your life. And I was like 17, 18 at the time. And I was like, oh my gosh. And they're all going around the room. And then all I keep thinking was, I don't know, I'm pretty all right. I can't think of anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I it got it to me. Bad. Yeah, I'm so, I'm so bad. And then there were these other kids. Who were, I mean, we were kids. Like to ask a question like that, yeah. oh my gosh. 
Yeah. And people were coming up with really dramatic stories like, oh my gosh, like I had to rescue my sister in the water one time. I had to do that. And I was like, oh my gosh. And then it came to me and I couldn't think of anything on the level that everyone else was at. Like they were really dramatic stories or anything. So I panicked. The first thing I thought of was the hardest thing is was when I moved to Dubai. And they were like, <laughs> what? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. And they were like, what? why was that hard? Like, and I was like, oh, just, you know, moving somewhere new, living somewhere. And then they were like, oh, was it really difficult to live there? And I went, yeah, yeah, really hard, <laughs> really, really hard. And they said, what was hard about it? And I was like, oh, bloody hell. And I said, oh, I just, I just, I just didn't find myself in Dubai. I mean, seriously, like if you're, yeah, in, like, yeah, yeah. If you're in like Peckham or somewhere, then yeah, it would make sense. But like Dubai, yeah. Uh-huh. And yeah. so they were, like everyone in the room was just looking at me like we just do not believe you. Yeah. Yeah. They beat me. Yeah. Well then someone someone else contributed like, oh they have that that must have been hard. I mean, yeah, I mean you as a as a, as a gay man in Dubai. And at the time I was in the closet and I went, I'm not gay. <laughs> and then the whole room, you could have had a pin drop. They all just went silent and went, Oh, okay. <laughs> The, the, the oh, old turn to each is like, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was like, oh, right. And then they were just like, thanks for sharing. Anyway, needless to say, I didn't get in. <laughs> so, yeah, so we did did six chair there. And then, yeah, Lou is our mentor from six chair onwards. And you got the yeah. uh, you got the golden buzzer for the seat challenge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, uh, yeah. <laughs> How mental is that? That's mental. Yeah, yeah, it was it was crazy. So we found out the night before. Um, we were like, "Oh, X Factor introducing this." Well, they they called it the Golden X, I think, at the time or something like that. Um, we all but, have um, one of those. We it. all have one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was so to be honest, like it, it kind of, I more so I just wanted a seat more than anything. Like I was just like you know, because but there was like so many people going around being like. Oh, I'm not leaving without that gold next. Uh, if I don't get that gold next, you know, I'm going to be kicking up a fuss. And then oh, I was kind of like, oh, a proper bunch of Karens then. Yeah, wow. <laughs> proper, yeah, proper. And I was like, you're looking up to get a seat, like, fuck, you know. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> uh, I, but um, yeah, I um, I think like I, they had the, all the seats full at that stage. Yeah, I went up like, and then um, just kind of Louis did the thing, how you feel? And then I was like, yeah, good, that's. Let's do it. Yeah, see how Louis, it goes. Louis asks you, he goes, why should you be here? And I, I, I imagine what I would say in that situation, I'd be like, well, if I'm not, I'm going to cut everybody in this seat. I'm going <laughs> yeah, yeah. to get them. I'm going to get them after wow. this yeah. <laughs> I never I understand why they ask that, like why they say, what does this mean to you? How are you meant to respond to that? Obviously, 90% of everyone says everything and they get all emotional yeah. with it. But it's just such yeah. a bizarre question. Yeah. Was I because I want to be and like to be? Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I had nothing on today, so I thought, why not? Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah, I'm exactly, good enough. Yeah. It's like it's that's a hard yeah. one. I was thinking of that when, yeah. when they asked you. Yeah. I was like, everyone wants to be in that position. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's not like you know, it's uh, how much this means. It means a lot. Like, it means a lot to everyone. Like, it means a lot to everyone that's here. Like, you know, so it's just kind of. You know, it is. It is kind of a bizarre question, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The guy before yeah. I, I saw the clip. I, I was watching the clips of it, and 
the guy before you, Louis, Louis Tomlinson was brutal. He just went, you're going to see, he went, number one, out. <laughs> I was just like, oh. He was, oh. He was like, he was like, I like fast. Like, like he wasn't quite yeah, as brutal as so I No build-up. Oh, God. Yeah, he was just kind of like, yeah. I'll, I'll look at the audience. What do they think? Right, okay, one, out. And he was just like, boom. And they started booing him and all sorts. I was like, jeez. Yeah, of course. Man. Yeah, oh, no, it was. It was ruthless. Like, you know, and then when I when I got in the gold next, then, like, I had sat in the seat and I was like... <laughs> This is great. Yeah, but then I was kind of like, what if he changes his mind? I was like, what if he, what if he reverses it and gives Ooh. the golden seat to someone else? I was kind of like, you know, what if that actually does happen? Like, I mean, that is TV material. Shocking. Exactly, yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow. Like, I made a mistake. I actually want to give you gold next to You know, it's kind of like, it's one of those things where it's kind of like, you know, it, it is that ruthless that you'd think, geez, anything could happen. Of course, yeah. yeah. The golden, the golden buzz means like it was literally like you're in, and that was like you can't yeah. change. Is that what it was? Yeah, that was um, automatically you'd be through to judges' houses. Judges' houses, right? Okay. So that that was that was the thing. Then then we went to judges' houses in Ibiza. Yeah, hey, we living there. up in Ibiza. Living it up. We weren't living. No, we were like. Um, I wish we were. We were like oh, we no. went there. Yeah, we we went there the sun like the Sunday Sunday night uh-huh. late. And then, like, we weren't there till like two o'clock in the morning. Went straight to bed up at seven the next morning, filming all day till one o'clock that night. Day after that was performance day. Uh, same thing again, up because you're doing so much filming because they're like the camera crew are driving you around the island and they make it look like to the viewers at home that you're having the time of your life in Ibiza and you're living yeah. up and, you know, your life has just changed completely because you're, you know, but it's all filming. It's all, you know, and then they take wow. you back to do your performance. Same thing with the results the next day. They were just like, and they're on the, on the day of the results, they try to break you. Like they try to like get you in tears. And water bo- they waterboard like, you. Just, they just... <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. And then your mom was like, what if you don't get through today? And I was like, I can't think like that. Like, you know, I need to, you know, I need to just yeah. think positive and all this. And, they, and then he goes, yeah, well, you can't, you know, you can't be too positive. Like you need to, you know, and then they just try to, break you all together and i was like oh, I can't. what were the kind of things that they would say You're trash oh they were just, <laughs> <laughs> but no, just you like, suck <laughs> just like so like if you what's it going to be like if you get told no like what are you going to do like <laughs> oh wow kind of way, like i was like i don't know what i'm gonna like you know i'm, I'm hoping to get a yes and they're like what if you might not get a yes though you, you're going home you're going plumbing again next week you know that oh, was kind of wow that's, that's what it was like and i was like right yeah I wonder, who they hire, I wonder who they hire for that job. Like, there was a job criteria. We need someone to be a tit and just, like, antagonize <laughs> our contestants. Who is yeah, playing yeah. this role? I was looking across, like, and there was some one of the lads that got to Judge's house, sorry. Like, he was bawling his eyes out. Like, and I was like, oh, God. I was like, that's good. <laughs> was someone just behind yeah. him, just nipping him, like, every five <laughs> seconds? Like, you're going to break Never, it? Yeah, you're yeah. going to break? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cry for that's, us. Cry. That's insane. I can't believe that. Uh, yeah, that, yeah, that is yeah, mental. It's, um, it's something I'm else. just more annoyed you didn't get a holiday in Ibiza. Yeah, but imagine yeah, Ibiza on a holiday. If I was going to Ibiza at like that age, Jesus. I, I'm well, imagine yeah, it, I mean, Imagine going out and then you go to sing the next day. How hungover would you feel? Or, yeah. or still drunk? <laughs> yeah, like yeah. yeah. Well, like we were doing all the photo credits. No, no, it was there was some perks to it like you know we, we got to go boogieing around a beat and that kind of stuff we got to do like some of the fun stuff like it was like 35 40 degrees over there and they had us walking down the beach in jeans and a shirt like our performance <laughs> clothes like 
and everything and I was like oh I'm not up for this like this is <laughs> yeah. so I'm like yeah, I'm gonna be like kind of tuna when I take all these off like you know yeah um and, but, and, um, and, and, have yeah. you seen how you see how fast an Irishman can burn <laughs> yeah yeah especially me like I was the pastiest out of everyone there um <laughs> It was, you, it you was all just look like those people that had lost the luggage on the flight and just <laughs> still decided to go out. <laughs> like... Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so my my biggest thing is when you did like the so then you got through to the live shows, which at this stage is insane because you've gone through how many rounds of that? That's like the the first audition. That was the the, is that the six chair. The live shows is kind of the fourth round of it. Yeah, right. Much, yeah. So you were in yeah. the, you you gone through four rounds like you've gone from like how many like maybe you know I would say like a million people like and now you're in like the what the last twenty is that sixteen 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 yeah like so the last <clears throat> sixteen you know you get all the way to the semi final you were fit you were fifth if I'm right yeah yeah you, yeah. you, you yeah. came fifth which is insane like that is ridiculous to say you came fifth in x factor like Gosh. out of an entire country <laughs> now when it came to the live shows what happened there but like were you living in like uh with everyone and then like you just come to the show yeah. together like yeah so um we were living in the x factor house in london so like we were living two weeks in advance of the live shows so mm-hmm. like we basically went the first the first week we were there like we were just kind of getting settled in and stuff and we were doing all the film and all the promo for say, do you know, the, like the stuff they show before the TV goes live, it yeah. goes live on TV and stuff, all yeah. that filming and stuff and getting all of our interviews done. Um, there was also a routine in for songs as well right. and everything. Um, so yeah, we were just, we were living in the house for a week, which was, which was cool because we got to kind of get to know all the contestants as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Louis, of course, would be over in the house. Uh, Robbie Williams was in the house all the time. And it was, um, yeah, it was, it was just, it was bizarre. Like, you know, I'd like, you'd be walking down, you'd be walking down the stairs. And there was one time I was walking down the stairs from my room. Like I was, I was like, um, just after like practicing or whatever, like, and then Robbie Williams just goes past me. And then he goes, uh, Johnny him FIFA. Oh, like, wow. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Right. <laughs> so yeah, yeah I was, we were playing FIFA then like, and then it's just weird. Yeah. I was playing FIFA with Robbie Williams in the house. Oh like, my I was like, what gosh. Is going on? Like, Did crazy, you win? Like, insane. Yeah. Did you win? Yeah, it was, no, last. <laughs> oh, did you do it? Out, yeah. Did you do it? Did you do it like to kind of like be in good stead with him? Because you know, if you'd be, <laughs> if you'd absolutely destroyed him at FIFA, then like week two, <laughs> Brendan's out. <laughs> this yeah, is like I shouldn't yeah. have beat him. I shouldn't have beat him. <laughs> well, that's that's the, that's the thing. Like it's a thing where like I was like, I'm not sure if I want to beat you. Or... Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, there was um. Yeah, it's it's mental because every every Monday in the house as well, it was like they used to like treat you on that Monday for some reason. So people would come over and whiten your teeth and like oh. give you like like yeah, proper go full out like like people used to come over and give you spray tans, uh, massages. Uh, they used to do your nails and all this all this crap like and everything like and then. So like I was like at the time I was like okay I'm not I'm not really into it to be honest I'm okay. And then they were kind of like the people that come in, they they want you to get it done. Like, you know, they were like, Look, look, you're you're like really white. <laughs> so we're neat. we're gonna we're gonna have to give you a spray tan. Thank you. <laughs> we're gonna have to get yeah, we're gonna have to give you a spray tan for the film and all that kind of stuff. I was like, just you know, just give me give me something, whatever, like you know, make me a bit bronze, like whatever. Don't don't go all out, like you know. 
and then um i ended up getting my teeth white and then i was there like a load of other stuff <laughs> oh my what happened and then um louis louis rang my phone then and then he wanted to talk to all of us like on loudspeaker so i was like i got all the lads together like he made me get all the lads and i was like oh i'm important or whatever like you know <laughs> so yeah. i got uh, all the lads and then louis was like uh look lads um there's gonna be people coming by they're gonna be giving you offering you spray tans whitening your teeth doing your nails all that sort of thing he goes, just don't do any of it because they're going to try and change you and all this, like, and all that. And then all the lads didn't get any of it done. I was the only person, like, I was like... <laughs> you're there. You're there. Yeah, your teeth I, are looking, like, like luminescent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looking like Joe Essex. And I was like... <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm like, no worries. Next day, next day I seen him, I was like, yeah. I was like, oh, I couldn't, Look, you know. Looking like you've been and got your teeth done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, oh my god! That's oh, insane. that is funny, so especially coming yeah. coming from Louis as well, who's been through it all, like from yeah. experience. Yeah, he was like, "Lads, don't do it, don't do it. You're better than that. You're better than that." And I was like, "I know, man. Yeah, I'm better than that. Yeah, I know." Yeah, <laughs> I yeah, we'd never do that, night. No. <laughs> Out of that process of being in, on the live TV shows, what was kind of like the most annoying part of it? What was the bit that was like you were like, oh, "I could do without this." Yeah, I suppose it was. Um... Yeah, there was a few things like, I mean, I mean, one of, one of the things was, you know, I suppose picking song choices uh, mm. was 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 very hard. Like, cause, you know, obviously, I think, you know, you, you, I suppose you have to pick them typical X Factor songs. But then there's a party as well. You, you want to do something a bit more interesting as well. That'll stand out. So, um, yeah, it was it was kind of, song choices were were kind of the most annoying thing. Did you have with, control? Uh, with I had somewhat control over some songs. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, like Sinead O'Connor, that I picked that song. Um, there's a few other songs Amazing. I picked as well. Uh, but then, like you know, you, you have a big team of a music team with you there, and like it's nearly like there's too many cooks in the kitchen, you know, because yeah. one person's saying, saying, "Oh, if you sing this song, that would be amazing. It's one of my favorite songs." And then it's kind of like, "Yeah, but it's your favorite song, but is it going to work on the night?" Just because, just because one person likes it, you know, is is it going to appeal to everyone else at home? Yeah. Um, those things and then someone else would say oh you should sing this song because it's a great song and you know whatever like but that's yeah yeah that's kind of you know yeah. you kind of have to go with your gut um really at the end of the day was yeah. any was any song ever suggested that you can remember and you were just like oh please god don't let me sing that song i don't know like something like the cheeky, oh, yeah. like the cheeky girls or something like that and you were like please god I'll, I'll, I'll kill you <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah there was um it was actually the week after the sing-off um i did young blood five mm-hmm. seconds of summer um i was like i'm not i can't no i was like no i can't because it just wasn't it was just out of my comfort zone and yeah it wasn't just it wasn't something that i because my 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 where i where i found i was strong at was my voice you know yeah mm. and i just i wanted a song that showed that off to the best like you know and uh i remember louis suggested the song and i was like i really don't want to do it and mm. then um i ended up doing it then and uh but then the funny thing was i did like a mini little homecoming gig after after the week I sang it I got through they, they said oh we're going back to Ireland to film if you get through so we went back anyway and I did a little pub I did a little gig in the pub then and like the whole it was it was crazy like the, the whole town was like backing me and there was loads of people there and uh, I was like singing a few songs I was finishing up and I was like what do you want to hear and like everyone wanted Young Blood they were like oh my god we love Young Blood and all this and I was like why? Oh. <laughs> it's yeah. usually the case though you know the, the thing yeah. that you yeah. don't like the most everyone likes you like everyone has hell? it it's just, it's, yeah, I was just like, why do you like that song? Like, why? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
What's the craziest thing a fan's ever done to you or for you? There was, um, this was actually in the boy, this is, we were in, um, this is when I was in the boy band at the time. Yeah. Uh, and what do you call it? There was this guy, he was actually a lovely guy. His name was Abdullah. He was from Dubai. But he, I think he was a prince or something. He must have been a prince or something. I don't know. But he just, um, remember he came to one of our gigs and like he brought us like keychains and stuff like that from the airport and stuff like that. And then he was like, oh, next time I see you guys, I'm going to bring you this, that, this. And we like, oh, cool, yeah. So he came to Panto to see us. He rocked up with PlayStation 4s, PSPs, iPads, the whole works. Like, and we were like, what is going on? Like, he gave me, uh, gave me a PSP and a PS4, PlayStation oh 4. Oh my gosh. Like, yeah, oh, proper. Yeah. And looked after the lads. He gave some of the lads iPads and everything. We were like, we don't feel, we don't feel right taking these. Like, we don't, you know. Oh my um, gosh. But, um, then he was yeah. like, come back, come out to Dubai with me. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll pay you on my private jet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've got a cage for your name written on it, Brendan. <laughs> <laughs> Tans for me, monkey. Yeah, literally. <laughs> God. Oh, oh, cool, man. Well, thank you brilliant. for coming on the show. Yes, we really thank appreciate it. And uh, when does um when does the Christmas song come out? Christmas song comes out the fourth of December. Yeah, excellent. Wishing called wishing you home for Christmas. Wishing you no. home for Christmas. Oh, I like that. I well, like sure. that. That's very appropriate for this year. I do like that. Yeah. Well, every, mm-hmm. well everyone's bloody home for Christmas this year. If they're not home. Then where the hell are they? <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, um, stuck. <laughs> what is your, what is your favorite Christmas? Se- what's your favorite Christmas song, Brendan? Uh probably I'd stay Fairy in New York. Oh, that's really? I like uh, I Shaky so. Stevens. Oh yeah, yeah. I can't remember how it goes now. I can't remember it, how it so. goes. <laughs> I thought I you liked Mistletoe by Justin Bieber. That's a good song as well. Absolute banger. <laughs> Justin Bieber, absolute top lad. Um, now, usually we end the show on our theme song, but as we've got you, a talented musician, it seems only logical that we would play one of your songs if you would like that. So, which song do oh, you yeah. think? Which song do you think we should end on? I have my favorite of yours. My favorite of your songs is "Let Go." Really? And yeah, I love that song. <laughs> what do you mean, really? It is a good song. Do you like it? It is a good song. I, yeah, I like it. Well, I, I mean, yeah, I do like it. Yeah, that's possible. Like, I, I, like, I think that would be your favorite. Oh, no, I, I listened to it today when I was running. I was like, this is an absolute tune. I messaged Adam. I was like, not going to lie. This Lego is actually a bop. Like, it was, it was <laughs> very good. I do oh, love um, I do love your Eurovision one as well. Oh, okay. That's a, right. a, a tender subject. Brendan's like, can you pick a song where <laughs> I, yeah. actually, I actually like? <laughs> um, uh, oh, but I do like Dying to Try. It is great. But ah, which which one would you like? <laughs> which one? Would... <laughs> okay, never mind. I'll pick a new one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Louis, Louis's good... I'm sorry. <laughs> Louis Walsh could listen to this and be like this little git. A grateful little git. Well, we're going to end the show on a song that you would like, Brenda. What song of yours would you like to end our show on? Uh, we'll say we'll go. We'll go with Let Go. As that, that's here. That's oh, so. good right. we'll, go, we'll go with that one. So, Brendan, yeah. um, if, if people want to follow you, where can they follow you? Yeah, you can get me on get me on Instagram at Brendan Murray ninety six. Uh, you can get me on Facebook, Brendan Murray Music, or just Brendan Murray, I think. And then uh, you can get me on Twitter at Brendan underscore m ninety six like that. Yeah, you got everything. So, 
I hope you enjoyed listening to the show, people. Um, this has been How to Tame Your Karen. Um, my name is Andy. My name is Adam. And if you'd like us, Andy Entertainment or Adam Gilbert, Gilbert Entertainer. Entertainer. Yeah, it's so yeah, hot. Thank I, you. Yeah, I, I say it every I, week, but you yeah, still forget. Yeah, it's okay. You can um, <laughs> subscribe to us. Uh, make sure you like this podcast. Make sure you like, share, and rate it. And it helps us out. And also, make sure you go check out Brendan Murray 96 on Instagram and Brendan Murray Music on uh facebook and everything above but brendan i'll let you end the show uh, i want you to introduce a song like a radio dj all right so Ooh. however like you feel general Leary. <laughs> yeah like yeah proper, yeah yeah however you feel <laughs> a radio <laughs> presenter would do this so have at it brendan go for it and and your saturday night starts right here <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> uh, cheers guys this is one of my songs uh, that you can find on Spotify. Uh, it's called Let Go, and I hope you like it. Thank you. Hi, how you doing? I've been thinking about the past. You were all I needed, all I wanted, all I had. And I know all your secrets And you know that I will always keep them close You remind me of the winter But you've got the warmest heart I've ever known Darling, don't you know that we once were perfect Every little fight that we had worth it what I'd give to just to have you in my arms for another night they say every cloud has a silver lining but I can't see no other love worth finding don't you worry I'll be Be with another guy Sometimes when I'm drinking I can hear you crystal clear You tell me that you love me There's nothing I should fear But darling, don't you know That we once were perfect Every little fight that we had Was worth it What I'd give to Just to have you In my arms for another night They say every cloud has a silver But I can't see no other love worth finding Don't you worry, I'll be fine If you're happy with another guy It broke my heart to see you leave I always wear it on my sleeve Oh, it's hard to let you go
Another night. 